Hey everyone, welcome to episode 235 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. Truth in advertising, all three of us are back. And I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about. I was just telling the guys before we came live here that I'm in the middle of a bathroom renovation. It was Thanksgiving, I heard, last week. And then somehow I looked up this morning and someone had sent me a text message with a meme that said, it's December already? And I'm like, wait a minute, it can't be December. Let's see, Thanksgiving is in November, so that means that was last. Oh, wow. It's December 1st. And who would have thought that 2020 seemingly has gone so slow at so many points throughout this year? And now all of a sudden, here we are in December and as we sat at Mead Gardens, and I don't know if, if you were there, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and my family being outside, being together. Worshiping in person was super cool with a big crowd, but outside, socially distanced, everyone being safe and all that good stuff. But what a treat that was as something we haven't been able to do on a grand scale and what seems like forever. And so this my, my mind all day has just been trying to figure out how in the world could it possibly be December when it seems like... It's been two years, but now equally quick that how could we have gotten to December? So maybe I've just been confused all day. But I am sad to say that this was the final installment of While We Wait. And so if you've been waiting for this to happen, (laughs) (laughs) your wait is over. Now, you know, we're we're done. And I'll be honest, I, I was not looking forward to this as a series when I heard what it was going to be about, I was like, Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a downer. This is going to be so much of difficulty in trying to process. And I'll admit that a lot of it has been, but on the other side, there's been a whole bunch of positivity, at least for me and some people that I've talked to that have talked to me about the series, because I feel like we're a lot of times we hide behind you know, fundamentals, we hide behind tradition, we hide behind a a ton of things, maybe the way we were raised. And we don't often sit and evaluate, like, what are we supposed to be doing when you have a little more time on your hands? Because, you know, a lot of people have gotten really busy during this time. But for a lot of us, we have found other small pockets of time that you didn't have before, that you're now all of a sudden sitting here thinking to yourself, What do I do with this extra time? What do I do while I wait? What do I do when I'm, I mean, there's got to be something I'm supposed to be doing. And this, these to me were the questions that we were asking each and every week. And I thought that the way that each of them were, were brought about just made me think, and I hope they did to you as well, because we've been through a ton of people through this message series. And Andy, I was, I was, um, just out of all of the stuff that we've talked about in this series, do you have like a just like a synopsis of what you took away? I mean, I, I know that you've prepared the messages, and that's <laughs> that's difficult. So it's almost yeah. like you have to plan them, and then you, you know you gotta you gotta chart the course, you gotta take off in the plane, you gotta serve refreshments at thirty thousand, and then you gotta land this thing at some point. <laughs> but, but was there anything unexpected or anything that you've just kind of you're walking away with this before we start the next series? And you say, man, this was great that we learned this. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's a great question. I, I, I think, I, I, I think um, I was reminded afresh of the sovereignty of God. Mm. Um, the, there's there's a text that was in the, some of my uh, quotations, some of the reading that I did 
I didn't use it in the sermon, but it was in some of the reading for this past week, where it says, you know, God's purpose is no, no haste or delay. Mm, um, yeah. You know, and, I and, think- and, and when we're, when we're waiting, it always feels like a delay. And, and within our denomination, we've talked about the delay of the return of Christ and, and how we should be, you know, more diligent in our evangelism. The, you know, the message might go to the whole world so he can come back and we can speed, we can hasten his return. Yeah. And I have a hard time with that concept in light of what it says in Desire of Ages that God's purpose is no, no haste or delay. He knows exactly when he's returning. He, that's what Jesus said. The Father knows the day and the hour. Um, and so I, I just being reminded that above all the distractions, the earth, he sits enthroned, everything's open to his, you know, purview. And he sort of directs this orchestra of humanity uh, toward a good end. And I think that's the other part um, is it's being directed toward a good end. Uh, we don't understand the evil and we don't understand the mess a lot of times. But, and sometimes people say, well, if God's a good God, why does he do something about this? And in a more complex theological setting, we could talk about this further. But, you know, yeah, right. But the reality is, is that, you know, there is a, there is a controversy between Christ and Satan. And uh, there's a, there's a strategy to win this thing. Uh, not, not to, I mean, the, it's been won on the cross. It's crisis has won, but from a standpoint of of uh, people being able to understand and believe that that God is not a selfish God in any way, um, and we're we're he's he's patient with us, not wanting anyone to be lost. It's it was that's I, I enjoyed the series. It was. It was a, so, so there were moments of frustration. Well, Jeff, before yeah. I know you got something to say too. I heard you try to jump in here, and I just want to say welcome back. We've missed you. And uh, someone came up to me on Saturday and said, "Jeff's been missing from the podcast." I said, "Well, you know, it's we're, it's always our struggle. We try to make everything work out, and it just doesn't always." So, on behalf of everyone that's missed you, I just wanted to say welcome back. And uh, uh, so, we're well, looking for your pers- perspective since you've been missing. I. I I guess it's good to be missed. Um, <laughs> I, I I think the part first of all, you know, waiting is an interesting thing because it is it's something God asks us to do, right? He not yeah. only he not only helps us to understand that that's going to be part of what we do, but He's also said that's that is what I've asked you to do is to wait upon Me. You know, wait, let let Me uh, be that person in your life. And I think uh, the part that I took away that I really appreciated uh, from Andy is that during this time, during all of these moments that seem to drag for some and probably go too quick for others because everybody has a different perspective on waiting. But um, in the context of that is there is so much to be said about who we are in that moment, in those times, and the the common everyday um, everyday laboring, and I don't want to call that our work, our career. I'm saying the everyday pieces that we do, those have so much more value mm. uh, than we give credit to. Yeah, and uh, so I think that was one of the big pieces to all of this that God doesn't want us to sit and think that we're we're not doing something heroic or we're not doing something 
monumental in our waiting, but that is monumental. That is a good thing. That is, in my, in, I think, in my mind, as I listen to what Andy was saying, I think in this waiting piece, it is a far greater role that we play than than sometimes we think when we have to get up and do something that's uh, that's big. That's good, Jeff. You know, the seeing the value in the ordinary. Yeah. Is is part of the waiting because it's, it's really interesting. I was I forget what it was on something I was watching this week, um, where no, it was that it was um, it was in a prayer at a wedding I was at. That's what it was, you know. That y'all are going to do great things and it's going to be you know you're going to achieve wonderful things in your life together. And I'm thinking, yeah, or. You know, one of them could have a terminal illness right now. We don't know about it. Um, (laughs) I'm a morbid person. Um, But, I mean, we tend to aggrandize the future as if we have to climb Mount Everest or we haven't achieved. Yeah. And as opposed to, you know, and and pastoring a church, we know, Jeff, that, you know, that sometimes there can be there can be um, an idolatry of a healthy, larger church as well. And, and yet the church is just as real in that 20 member group that gets together every week and cares for each other and worships God and shares life together. But we don't, we don't often, we don't often celebrate that value um, because we're waiting for it to get big. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's, it's so easy to miss that part because the minute we tag something in our, in our mind and in our life, even within our families or whatever, however it manifests itself, but like, well, this is something I don't want to do because waiting is bad. So I'm going to put that in the bad category. And then every time it comes, no matter what the wait is, no matter what the payoff is, even if we know what the payoff is, Christmas is coming. So probably for most of us, there's probably going to be at least a minimum payoff, right? For Christmas, unless you're like me, you're getting chunks of coal. So, you know, for most people, well, there's probably some payoff, <laughs> but we still don't want the wait for Christmas. And what I took away from this series really was – and I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, the passing of one of my closest uncles. And when we look at it as just normal human beings, we're sad. You know, there's no more opportunity to speak with or have fun with or just to know that they're here if you did want to, you know, call them or go see them. Uh, that's not a possibility anymore. But then when you really start thinking about it more, uh, the last couple of weeks, it's just been he's been on my mind a lot. And as someone who was raised a Christian and then much of his life and through a lot of different reasons had kind of gone away from church for sure. And I can't speak to his relationship with God personally, but when you stop and think about those, you wonder during the wait, am I using the time that I have even for people that I know, you know, need God every bit as much as I do? Uh, Am I doing anything to enhance their walk with God or their even to be exposed to new ideas about God. Maybe they've been hurt. Maybe they've been damaged. Am I doing anything to live my life in a way that makes them go, hmm, that's not what I would expect from a Christian, You know, even if it's a family member. I, I, I wouldn't expect 100%. that. And so am I using any of this waiting time? Because if we're going to have to wait, we don't have a choice. So how are we choosing to use that even for just the people the closest to us. And then if we can work on that, the, you know, the people in our community to be the church without walls that we strive to be, how are we taking that and turning it into a positive 
And really, because Andy, something you said this past week, you said the first advent of our savior was missed by the vast majority of those commissioned to trumpet his arrival because of a failure to trust God's word. Self-interest, self-reliance, self-trust stole the place of trusting God's word. And I'm, I'm inserting there too many things to do, too many shows to watch, too many projects to volunteer for, too much work to do at work, you know, not enough time to spend with your family. So, you know, all these things you could insert from what they missed to how we, you know, we would have just as easily have missed it. And we could just as easily miss the second advent. But the, the, the sentence that hit me was, so even though missed by many, Jesus came. And that to me just sparked in this whole thing. I've been thinking about my uncle and thinking about, you know, who else is right in front of me that, like you said, Andy, you know, the, the a newly married couple has no idea what's in store. Someone could have, you know, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, any, right. any, any one of us, anyone that comes in our circles could all be living their last days and we don't know. And so what are we doing with that time? And that just – that along with the loss of my uncle and through this series making me think of what what am I spending my time on? And I love spending my time doing this with you guys because I think this is a way that we can reach out to people and it's easily shareable and digestible by people who may be on the fringe or have had some history but you know not so good history the last time they checked in at church or they checked in with God, at least knowingly checked in with God. So I guess that's what I'm, I've really been focusing it on. And I, I think if we miss that part, we're missing so many opportunities. And then I wonder, is that, is that why this takes so long? Right. We want God to come. We don't want to wait. But if we're just doing nothing in the waiting, that certainly isn't expediting anything. Right. 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 <laughs> the other part was you said, you know, the, the four words that we can trust, the promise we can cling to that Jesus says, I will come again and we can trust his word because it's perfect. And adding that all together and in the Christmas season. So I just, you know, we've kind of been challenging ourselves as a family to think about each day as we lead up to Christmas and how we can impact somebody else's life. Because mm. if we don't, you know, what did we what did we do with our holiday season? Did we make cookies? Did we decorate the house? Did we spend all these hours? What What can we do? Every day to you know to have some thankfulness to have some look forward to impacting someone else's life and just sharing the love of Jesus that makes us want to do those things. So I'm just curious, like moving into this next series, what are we taking out of the waiting part that we're going to apply to this this season moving forward as we start to approach Christmas? Well, oh, that's interesting. Thanks for that one, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, but there is quite a bit, actually, when you think about it, because, you know, the Messiah, everybody was waiting for something. Yeah. And but it was a completely different, um, different piece in terms of how we look at uh, how the Messiah's role was fulfilled. And I think it it, uh, it does have some semblance of what was the world really, what were they waiting for, and yet what were they really needing? So right, yeah. well, the series is called "Expecting the Unexpected." Yeah, and mm. uh, and so you know it is. Uh, I mean, there there are we're so familiar with the story, um, it often doesn't catch us as 
it's the unexpected. Right. Because yeah. we sort of we, we already anticipate the angel's going to talk to Mary. That, you know, Zach <laughs> Ryan was going to have a little boy. You know, shepherds are going to come. Wise men are going to travel. And, and so we 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 don't we don't we don't catch in the story the uh, the incredible unexpected nature of the pieces. Um, right. They they've already they've sort of become expected to us, but they were they were. I mean, I, I was talking to some friends this weekend who were they used they laughed and said that they were all part of the the um, infertility club when they were you know already have kids and nobody was having kids and, and and you think about somebody somebody really desperate to have a child and wanting a child and that that's that not happening you know for years and maybe thousands of dollars and all kinds of um, attempts at, at, at having a having a child and at some point i've talked to some people who've just said you know, you, at some point you have to it's just if it doesn't happen you just have to say it's never going to happen right you know we may adopt we can take foster kids and we'll, we'll be good aunts and uncles you know, we'll, we'll <laughs> teach out of school <laughs> get a dog um, yeah but they have for their own mental health sake at some point they have to quit expecting it to work this is just not going to happen for us. And for Zachariah and Elizabeth, that that conclusion had happened probably decades, decades before this. Hmm. Yeah. So 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 when an angel shows up and tells an old man and an eighty plus old lady that they're going to have a baby, you know, <laughs> we're hard on we're hard on Zacharias asking, you know, how's that going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can I have a little proof here? That sounds uh, pretty outlandish, you know. But but it, but it was. I mean, the, the expectations had been given up, and they were living. They they were disappointed. They were they were sad by that. But they they had chosen to figure out how, how to just go on with life without mm-hmm. that not being part of their lives. Yeah. And so it was certainly uh, expecting the unexpected, and and we'll go through those other stories uh, through this Christmas season. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to that because I think every year when we've taken a, a deeper look during the holiday season through Christmas and all the stories that, like you said, we've heard them a thousand times. We've been seeing them in place since we were old enough to laugh all the way through them and not actually get our lines out and mortify our parents in front of all of their <laughs> friends and family when they invited grandpa and grandma to come to your Christmas pageant, all these kinds of things. But I'm excited for that because I think now more than ever, 2020 has caused us to reevaluate pretty much everything we've known about what our lives are structured like, what we maybe believe in a lot of ways. So I'm looking forward to how we pull this together and close out 2020 in hopes yeah. of, of course, a better 2021 for, for many of us. But Well, it's, it, it, I think that's, that was one of the significant things about this last week's message for me at least, is the reality, sure, none of us met Jesus when he walked on earth. That was a long time ago. Yeah. But there's there's plenty of historical and and strong evidence that this is not a fairy tale, uh, that Jesus really was here. Sure, there's groups of people that don't believe in the miracles, they don't believe in miracles, period, or, you know, or, or they, they question this story or that. But But the fact that there was a Jesus who was here who was amazing and did some incredible things. And of course, as Christians, we believe crucified and then resurrected. Yeah, um, it doesn't get much more amazing comes, than that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, 
what struck me about that is the is the reality of that story and the words of Jesus being trustworthy. When he said, "Get up and walk," the person could get up and walk. When he said, "Open your eyes, you can see," they could see. When you know, it's leprosy go away, the leprosy left. Yeah. You know, little boy's lunch. I got this. Lazarus, come forth. So, the words of Jesus, for at least for a Christian believer should be extremely trustworthy. So when he says, you know, do unto others, uh, you know, go the extra mile, care for others, love as I love you, uh, by this will all men know you're my disciples, the love you have for each other, and and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then when he says, I will come again. So I mean, as exciting as Christmas is, the happiest time of the year, we ought to live that way 24-7 because— The, the, the promise is true and it's real and Jesus said it, everything else he said came true. Why, why would this not? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Well, the thing about it is, is he's not only said he will come again, but he also said he will send, you know, because we are living in, in a, we are living in this, we, we, I'm going to go back to the waiting thing. We think we're waiting for Jesus to come again. And we are. But he's also given us the Holy Spirit where his presence can be felt and known right now. Yes. And right. and so to have to have that assurance of he will come again. In other words, all of this will be brought back. I, I love I really love that piece because it was it was Jesus coming to earth so that people could understand what it meant to have God with them. Yeah. And then that didn't go away. That never left us. It's just that it, it came in a different form. Different, yeah. And, you know, that's really uh, interesting. That's fascinating, Jeff, because the whole idea of us always waiting for the big deal. The second yeah. coming is the big. Second a big deal, but we have the we have the privilege of the Holy Spirit, twenty four seven. You know, that's really yeah. that's, that's good. That's really good. And as we think about this waiting, we go, "Wow, we're empowered." as we wait now in a different mm-hmm. way than those people had before Christ came Yeah, the first time. And it makes you really want to evaluate what you're doing with the power of the Holy Spirit that's been given to us instead yeah. of, instead yeah. of looking at it as this negative, man, I love that so much. Yeah. All right. Well, one of our whole life takeaways this week, and I hope you don't miss any of them. If you haven't looked at them, you can tune in uh, to the Speaking of Grace podcast. They are all listed in the episode notes each and every week there. And I just chose one because, well, it seemed like the best one to me, but they were all really, really good. And if you're really kind of evaluating or thinking about what you want to do this or what you want to make of this Christmas season and you know what you've learned while we wait through this whole message series, our whole life takeaway said, in what ways can you choose and help others choose abiding in the vine and trusting God's word while we wait? And then with what we just talked about, realizing that, yeah, we're not, we're, we are waiting, but we do have, I heard it described as the kingdom of God is as close as the breath out of your mouth to your face. It's here. It's in the now. It's what we're living. And we have that through the Holy Spirit. And I want to end with, uh, Andy said, there's no single thing but the love of Jesus that pulls us together and nothing holds us together but the love of Jesus. And that unity of love is a huge testimony to the world of the love of Jesus in us. Jesus' words are ones we can trust while we wait. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your enemies. Do good to those who persecute you. Go the extra mile. 
Listen to my teaching and follow it and be like the house on the rock. Be the light of the world. Illuminate that which might be hidden in the dark and bring it into the light. Be salt, preserve, purify, add zest to life. Give yourself away in service. Don't worry. Ask and you will receive all of this and so much more. While we wait, we trust in God's word. And I would add, we use the Holy Spirit's gift from God to us while he, before he comes back and while we wait to just maximize more than ever. Maybe that's what this has all taught us is that we need to maximize that gift and our own gifts that he's given us through the, the fruits of the Spirit to go out and impact our communities in ways we've never thought of before and maybe being an impact that we never thought we could be. Something to think about this as weekend. we go through. This weekend with Meet Worship Sir. That's right. Whoa, yeah. Andy, you man, you took the zest right from me. I was great. That's right. I'm sorry. Meet worship. I'm no, sorry. no, no, that was it. Meet worship serve. And that is we can still do that online. Uh do you know when registration you those, closes? You can, actually, you, can actually, you can sign up tonight. They extended the deadline till midnight tonight. Well, well they, uh, that will be it will, by the time you hear this, it will be too late. Well Sorry. you know, just <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. We Good made point. But we really built that up for a dud, huh? Well well no, just engage in some random act of kindness on your own if you didn't sign up for anything. That's and right. Then tell us take a picture of yourself doing it and tell us about it. That's right. And if you don't know what <laughs> if you don't know where to send that, just send it to podcast at wholelife.church or you can text them to four oh seven nine six five one six zero seven. And if you'd like to join the conversation, as always, something we said, didn't say, something you disagree with, which happens, uh, you can use both of those email and text numbers. You can leave us a voicemail, text, or whichever is most convenient for you. All right. That is going to do it for this week. You know, this has been one of the series that, you know, I say this a lot, but it's one that I've really, I enjoy all of our series, but I would say this is one that I've probably taken in the last year or so, maybe taken to heart more than the other, than any other. And just realizing that we all know where, you know, what time of the earth's history we're living in and being Adventist, we understand all this. And yet sometimes it seems like we're spinning our wheels. And I felt like this really gave us some really solid tools to use while we wait, how to view it, how to be more proactive with it. So, you know, I just want to say thank you, Andy and Jeff and church staff that have put this in motion and and brought us these extended messages. I think we extended the series a little bit, but man, I think it was really impactful. And so if it's impacted you, let us know how it's impacted you. Use that same email and text address. would love to hear from you. So, I guess it's December. The countdown from Christmas is on. Get your lists out. Amazon, here we come because it's not much time left. So as always, guys, thanks for listening and have a great week.